All right, and welcome back to the Nurse Man Dan Show. I am your host, Nurse Man Dan. How have you been doing? Have you been doing since we've talked last? Since I've talked last, I guess. Since you've listened last. Have you done a single thing to to better your health, to better your diet, to better your sleep, to better your life? Then that you can tell me you haven't done a single thing since we've talked last. That's straight laziness. If you've done absolutely nothing, I am disappointed. I would be giving you the look of a disappointed father right now. That's, that's shameful. What have you done if you have not? If you have, if you've done anything, I don't care if you uh, cut out sleep a little bit. I mean, uh, TV at night a little bit more. Um, maybe you decided just to, to talk with whoever's there instead. Maybe you decided you're going to take a, uh, you've been taking a walk every night instead of, you know, spending that hour watching TV. Um, maybe you've cut out an extra soda a day. Maybe you aren't drinking energy drinks. Any little thing, I'm proud of you, okay? I mean, like, for real. I want to tell you, like, I just want you guys to know that I, um, I don't want you to think that I, um, I know y'all think I'm a, this specimen, a must be to be up here giving y'all this, uh, these lectures on health. Um, you would think so. I mean, I'm, uh, six, five, about 270 pounds. Um, I think I'm about, uh, I'm a little heavy right now, about 11% body fat. Um, you know, and that's all a lie. Um, I'm actually none of that. I'm 5'10". Uh, I'm, I'm not athletic looking, I guess. I mean, I'm not fat. Um, maybe slight dad bod. I'm just a, a small framed guy, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm not obese. I'm not fat. Um, but I damn sure I'm in not the best shape. So I wanted to let you know that I'm not up here just criticizing all of you, okay? I am not doing that at all. I'm also criticizing myself. And along this journey, I'm going to share with you what I'm doing as well so that it's not a uh, as much of a disciplinary talk. Because I suck too. I suck just as much as all of you. I promise, okay? And instead of just coming on here and preaching, um, you know, once, maybe twice a week, I'm going to let you know um, what I've been doing to better myself so that you don't think I'm just up here trying to uh, push this on you and that I myself am not doing anything for myself. So work has been brutal um, over the past like two weeks, like honestly, almost to the point like, you know, I make decent money and if I didn't need the money, I would... Anyways, uh, but I haven't been doing anything physical and I've, you know, I bitch about it on here. I tell my patients, you have to do something every day, you know, and like I told you in previous episodes, I loved Mountain Dew, but then one of my friends is like, you know, I looked, it's 120% of your daily sugar intake and I loved that shit. Okay. But I'm, I'm literally, I'm really trying to better myself as well with you guys. I'm not up here just saying that y'all all suck. We all suck. We all suck together. And the only way we all get better together is by really doing the stuff that sucks. Cutting out Mountain Dew. You know how much I loved to crack a cold, crisp Mountain Dew first thing in the morning? It's like, you know, some people's coffee. 
I would get up and I, it was great. And when I was in the ER, it'd be like two of them back to back. No problem. Did it for years. And now I'm not doing it. And it bothers me because I miss it. Mountain Dew. 13,000 different flavors to choose from. And I can't drink it anymore. So I know it's hard, guys. I know it's hard to give up that $7 coffee that you get every morning with, uh, you know, 14 packs of sugar with your whipped cream and chocolate syrup on top. I know it's tough. It's a great drink, but it's not good for you. Now, not only have I been cutting out, not only cutting out, I have not had a Mountain Dew. Um, It's got to be four or five days. Um, and I'm going to tell you guys, I feel no different. I miss it just as much. Um, but what I have been doing is I've been doing something active. Uh, and so I actually finally got my bike back over here and I've, I'm going like distances to where like my heart rate's getting up. Um, I'm not getting short of breath really. Uh, but my, my little, my little ass legs are getting tired. Um, and I'm definitely getting a sweat. Um, I would say my first ride, I was actually debating this with a buddy of mine when I was talking to him on the phone. I said it was at least maybe a mile, maybe a mile and a half. He didn't even think it was a third of a mile. My point is, is I did it. It doesn't matter. And that's what I want you guys to know. I don't care if since the last time we've talked, you've done the, the, the little, the, the, the least amount of improvement. I don't care as long as you've done something. But what I'm saying is if since we've talked last, you have not done a single thing, then shame on you. You deserve to be shamed because, because, because this show is to make you better. I want you better. I don't want to keep costing you money. I want you to save money. So you can go have a great vacation and not spend it on hospital bills. Okay? So, you know, maybe a mile. I don't know how it went. It was great. I'm telling you, I felt fantastic. I even called another friend of mine and said, I just went for a little bike ride. The most cardio I've done in probably a week. Shame on me. Shame on me. But I did it. And I felt great. And I actually slept fairly well that night. Fairly good, fairly well. One of them. Um... So then the next day, I got a pool up where I live. I, uh, I went up in the morning before I saw patients, and I went and swam a few laps. And I, uh, I actually, on the way up there, I said, no matter what, I'm going to set my, my timer for 20 minutes. I'm going to get in the pool, and I'm going to swim for 20 minutes. Don't stop. Just keep going. Just whatever pace you want to go. So I set it for 20 minutes. I jump in the pool. No, absolutely nobody there. It was, it was, it was awesome. Nobody there to judge me. So I start swimming. I, I did really well, guys. I tell you, I did, um, how many laps did I do before I had to catch my breath? I did, I want to say two laps, but when I say two, I mean, I made it to one side of the pool and then I made it almost all the way back. I don't even know if that's one legit lap in actual swimming. I might have not even done a full lap, but I got my breath and I kept going. And I'll just tell you now, I did not swim the entire 20 minutes. I swam for 11 minutes and I, uh, I have a three-year-old daughter that I want to see again. And I knew right then that if I swam anymore, I would drown in that pool by myself. So I, uh, I got out, I went home, 
I was tired as hell. Um, I actually hurt my neck on that first lap and a half. Uh, I'll tell you right now, 34, guys. If you're going to go start doing some kind of activity and you're not really used to doing a whole bunch of that kind of activity, I warn you, I am 34. Stretch. My neck still hurts. 10 years ago, I could go drink. I mean, I'm not really proud of this, but, you know, 18, 20 beers and then be at class, you know, in college at eight o'clock taking a test and then go, you know, my parents listen to this podcast, so I'm not going to, you know, just it's a different lifestyle and it's only been 10 years and things are catching up and I'm noticing it and I want you to notice it. Um, so that's one of the things I've been doing. I swam, uh, that one day I was exhausted. It kicked my ass. And then, uh, the next day I actually swam twice. Um, both times about 10, 11 minutes. Uh, I, I, my cardio is terrible. It's a, it's, it's, it's real bad. So I've been swimming. I got to find something else that I can do to really push my cardio that doesn't hurt my knees. I'm not going running. I don't want to hear anybody saying, you should go running. I'm not doing it. There's plenty of other types of cardio you can do. Uh, I just know too many people that run and have bad knee problems. Uh, I just need to find something else to do that if I get exhausted, I don't risk drowning uh, when I'm by myself. So I, I really like riding bikes. So I might just start doing that in the evening. Anyways, point is, what have you guys been doing? I actually just got back from a, a little bike ride uh, not too long ago. And there was, I'm not going to say an old lady because I don't want to offend anybody, but there was an elderly geriatric, if that's all right, walking. Uh, it was dark outside and swinging her arms. I mean, she was getting it, right? I mean, really getting it. And she was, like I said, she was older. So I was riding by, just drove past her. And then I was like, you know what? I'm, like I said, I want people to know that I'm proud of them. I want people to know because I don't think people get it enough. I don't think the, uh, the spouse of 40 years or, you know, I don't, whatever example you want to use that goes out and does her evening walk. I don't think she goes home or he goes home. I'm not even saying all women, the, the husband who's obese as hell and wants to have a, a, you know, a nice figure for his woman. You know, do you think he goes home after walk and he hears, Oh, you're looking great. You know, good job. No, he doesn't. And she doesn't either. So anyways, I turned my bike around and I like came up behind her and I said, excuse me, miss. And I scared the shit out of her. Um, I was like, Hey, I don't want to be weird or anything. Uh, I just wanted to say, Hey, uh, how old are you? And she was like, uh, 62. And I just told her, I said, you know what? I just want to say, uh, I'm, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. You were doing so much good for your body right now. I told her, I've said, I see you every night walking out here. You look happy. I said, you look healthy. You're out here moving and you're not even walking. I mean, you're like moving, you know, she said, uh, you know, I started putting on weight and I just realized I had to do something and I've made this part of my routine and uh, I've started feeling better um, ever since. And it's just like, it, you know, and it, it, I don't want to say I brought a tear to her eye, but you could tell she was like choked up like she wanted it, not wanted, but it was really nice for her to hear that from somebody else. That's what we need. Let's motivate each other. Next time you're out, you know, driving home in your neighborhood and you see, you know, uh, the 130-year-old that's walking down the road, you know, instead of just, you know, driving by, maybe roll down the window. Say, hey, man, good for you. Hey, ma'am, good for you. 
keep it up. That's fantastic. Because I promise you, the people that aren't doing that kind of stuff aren't going to be doing that. They might be just chilling at a cool six feet under. Or they'll just be in bed with wounds on their ass the size of grapefruits. It's, it's gross. And I don't want that for you guys. So, um, let's get into a little bit more of what I want to talk about tonight. Uh, I, I don't have a particular topic. Uh, I just want to go in with what I've kind of seen over the past week uh, and just kind of give you let you know what I am doing as it at my job. And like I said, I'm one nurse at one job at one agency. This is across the country. And I just kind of wanted to get, let y'all know, like, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, I guess, of of what's been going on over the uh the past few days. Okay. The the first one, I guess we'll go with the good, is a uh, a lady that I might have mentioned before. I may have not. She's mid-60s. Uh, lives in a, um, a campground slash, I, I don't know, mobile home community, whatever you want to call it. The, uh, the inside was pretty run down. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, lived with her son. Nobody had jobs. It was messy in there. It smelled like cigarette smoke. There was paraphernalia sitting out in the open. You know what I mean? Like, and the doctor wants me to go treat this person and, 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 I, I could tell when I walked in by the look in her face and by the look in the son's face uh, that they thought I was going to come in there, uh, get them to sign some papers and dip out. They both looked embarrassed, to be honest with you, like literally embarrassed that uh, somebody from outside was coming in to see their house. Almost like when a dog, like if a dog tears up your, your toys or the couch or whatever pisses on your furniture. You know, and you come home and like they do that, like where their ears are down and their eyes are up. That's what both of them, both of these adults looked like. Because I don't, I don't mess around. So I walked in and when I first started seeing, this is kind of over time, not this week. But, um, you know, when I first saw her, you know, I was like, what, what are you doing for yourself? I mean, and she looks right at me and tells me nothing. Like she doesn't do anything. Diabetic, hypertension, heart failure. Sits all day, smokes cigarettes. Well, supposedly she's quit. Uh, smokes weed, but doesn't move. She just sits there all day. And I told her this is about when I kind of popped at this job. This is about when I started to lose my mind. And I was just like, I'm done treating patients like we've been treating patients. It's not working. So I told this patient and her son, I said, if you don't want to make some lifestyle changes, you are never going to get better. I looked at her straight in the eye. Like I said, she's mid sixties. I told her, I said, ma'am, I see this all day, every day. And I'm telling you, if you continue your lifestyles, you might not be, there's a very, very likely chance you won't be here in 10 years. And it just got quite, they kind of looked at me and so they look, you know, down. And I said, is that what you want? And in this tone, I don't hold back with my patients. Too many people do, and they don't get the point. I'm trying to get the point across to this lady because I love all of my patients. Like I said, this dirty-ass trailer smells like cigarette smoke, trash everywhere, messy. You know what I mean? Just awful. And I'm in there, and I'm not, and I'm getting on her ass and her son. And I said, is this what you want with your life? 
And, you know, she kind of gets teary-eyed and the son doesn't really want to even look at me. You know, and she's like, no, it's not. And she didn't even sound like that. She can barely talk because she's smoked all her life. Got that real hoarse voice, you know, super overweight, just no shoes on, just like hasn't showered in I don't know how long. And I was just like, is this what, is this what you want for your life? Looking at her son, is this what you want for your mother? Is this really what you want for her? And he was like, you know, no, I try to, you know, I try to help her. I try to, and I'm like, what are you doing? What do you mean you try to help her? And, you know, they just mumble off some bullshit. No, because he's not doing anything good for himself either. So it's the lady I'm there to help, but it's also the, her environment. So now I got to help him. I got to make him realize, dude, you're going to be worse off than her if you don't change your lifestyle. So I told her, I said, listen, I said, I am going to treat you like you if you were my mother. And if you were my mother, here is what I would say. And that's how I conducted my visits with her from that moment until I discharged her. And it might sound harsh, and I'm going to tell you, it got, it got heated in that trailer multiple times out of love for these patients. Because when I come back, and I'll get to that, um, but when I, when I tell these people when I look these people in their eyeballs, in their ojos, for any uh, Spanish-speaking listeners out there, and I tell them, if you don't change your um, lifestyles, you're going to die. And you're not going to die. It's going to be sooner than later, and it's going to be painful. So when I come back and they haven't changed anything, it kind of like, I'm just like, oh my God. And like I give them that, I'm so disappointed in you child, I am so disappointed in you because you've done nothing. And it hurts my feelings because I've, because I literally spend real time with these people, with all of my patients. I mean, I really spend time with them, making them feel comfortable, making them feel not judged in any way other than the lifestyle choices that they have made that got themselves there. I do judge that. And I let them know, hey, like the behaviors you're making, I'm not, I guess I'm not, I'm just letting them know they don't work with a healthy life. So if their behavior does something detrimental, I I don't judge. I just say this, these are the facts. So if I'm going to keep coming back to see you and you're not going to do anything, this is what I told this lady I, on the first visit. I said, I want to work with you. I want to work with you more as you know, I'm going to treat you like no other nurse has. I promise you, you'll never meet another nurse or healthcare provider like me. Uh, and I said, I'm going to work with you. But I told her, I said, if you do not show me that you are working with me, you aren't helping yourself. You're not helping yourself help me. I'm going to discharge you. I looked her right in the eyes. I said, I am not going to continue coming here when when I could go somewhere else where somebody could possibly use my help and wants to improve their lifestyle. And I asked her, do you understand what I'm saying? And she said, yes. So I said, tell me. She said, you know, in her, her way of speaking, you know, I've got to do what you, I got to at least show you that I'm doing X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. 
Rest of the visit was fine. Very non-judgmental. Just very, you can't smoke. You got to get good sleep. All the stuff I've already talked about. So, it was a week had passed. I go back and I see her. And I walk up. The house looks the same. She's, I don't know if she's wearing the same clothes or not. It's very possible. Nothing looks like it's changed. I'm already like, it's already been a crap day at work. And it's hot AF outside. So, I walk into this cigarette-smelling trailer that I swear might be parked next to a septic tank. I'm not sure. I don't know if that's the trailer or if that's near them. It's it's just rough and it's hot as hell outside. And I walk in and I'm like, hey, woo, how you been doing? You okay? You know, and I'm like, all right, like real excited. Like, what's up, mom? Like, I mean, not that it's my mother, but that's how I treat everybody because I want them excited to do better. What's up, Mrs. Patient? And she just looked like that dog again that just like chewed up the trash. And I said, have you done a single thing I've asked you to do since I saw you last? And I said it just like that. And I look at them. I look at people's souls when I look at them. I don't do this looking off to the left and right. When I'm talking to somebody, I look at you in your eyes. Because I want you to know I am focused completely on you. And I want you to know you, you need to be focused where I'm talking. And I looked at her right in the eyes and she said, I've done nothing. And right then, before I did anything else, I said, all right, what did I tell you? And she was like, um, and the son was right there looking all like a dog with his tail between his legs. I was like, do you remember? Then he was like, yeah, you know, if, you know, if she didn't do anything, you know, yes, you were going to discharge her. And I was like, okay, ma'am. Your son remembers. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So why have you not done anything? Why have you continued to do the exact same thing for seven days? No answer. So I'm not a complete douche. Don't think I am. But I'll play good cop, bad cop if it gets the results that gets these people healthy. So I told her, I said, all right, I'm going to get some vital signs on you. Uh, I'm going to go through your medications. Um, and I'm going to give you this discharge notice right here that says next week, uh, I'm going to discharge you for noncompliance. Be- and they're like, what? Like, oh, yeah? And I'm like, yeah, I told you. You've done absolutely nothing. I can go help somebody else. So blah, 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 do the thing, do the visit, still take care of them, explain to them what they need to be doing because I'm discharging them next week. So I'm walking out the door. God, boom. I got my point across. I'm feeling good because like, I'm feeling good because now at least that I'm discharging them, I hope they know how serious I was because if I come back, I'll do the same thing again. So I'm walking out, about to shut the sliding glass door. And I, I, uh, I turn back and I say, Mrs. Patient, I got to think of what we can call her. Jeez. Uh, oh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Applepot. I said, I look back. I'm about to slow, you know, close the door. Mrs. Applepot, I'm going to tell you something. I am going to discharge you next week. Do you understand? Yes. And I said, if I come back next week and you can show me by some miracle that you've done something to, I didn't want to say impress me, but to show me that you want to improve yourself, I might change my mind. And I shut the door and I walked away. Got in my car. 
107 degrees outside. Just not happy in a foul mood because I felt like I had really spent so much of my time talking to her like a real person, talking to her like somebody I care about, somebody like I love. And they just took all my information and pretty much uh, just shat it into the toilet. And it's, it's almost like a slap in the face, to be honest with you. So I was just pissed. I can't keep this story could go on for, for a long time. Um, anyways, fast forward the next week, I come back and I'm ready to discharge. I come in this house and uh, I mean, it makes me so happy because I'm telling you, I, I love this job when people listen. I have really not liked being a nurse for a long time, guys, a long time. And when I see the results that I get with some of these patients where they, they are doing what I'm going to explain, it makes me feel genuinely good deep down, like in my heart, in my soul. I love it. I actually had to pause there for a second because it kind of does bring like my, you know, throat chokes up a little bit because it was just so happy. So I, I get back and I'm walking up. And I walk in and I, I open the, the door and like the trailer is like cleaned up. Like though I can see floors, I can see the sink and there she is. She's sitting there and she's got her hair done. She looks like she's got clean clothes on. She's definitely taken a shower since I saw her last. Uh, her son is there. He looks happy. Um, you know, her bed was made and I walked in and I was like, all right. I noticed it I immediately. I noticed it, but I did not mention anything because I'm I'm still in father mode here. You know what I mean? So I walk in. All right, Mrs. Applepot, whatever your name is. Um, so I just got to do some paperwork with you today, and I kind of set the bag down with my protective barrier under it for anybody listening. Um, and uh, you know, I go like, "Wow, this place looks kind of different." You know, and the son's over there. He's just, he's, he's smiling. Like he's trying so hard not to smile. He's, he's so proud. He's so proud of himself and his mother. I can tell. And I look back and she's just grinning. All four of her teeth showing. It's beautiful. It's like great. Like she's teary eyed. And she's like, yeah, I've, uh, ever since you walked out, I've been busting my ass. She had been doing what I'd been asking her to do. She had been weighing herself every day. She'd been checking her blood sugars. She'd been going to bed at a relatively decent time, but I was more impressed with the fact that she had been waking up in between eight and nine every day for a week, and she looked fantastic. And instead of discharging her, what do I do? I said, oh, you know what? You Look what you've done. Look how good you look. Woo, Mrs. Applepot, Buttercup, whatever your name is. You look Great. I'm motivated now. I'm so happy for you and for the son for getting this happening. So you know what? Tear up these discharge paperwork. Fuck that shit. We're not. I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stay with you because I just think you need some motivation. I think you need people to be real with you. I'm real with you. And it got results. And I saw her for a few more weeks and she continued to improve. To the point, by the time I left, she was able to go outside, guys. Outside. She never went outside. Now she's outside getting sunlight. Every time I saw her, she looked better. She kept improving. That's how you make changes in healthcare. 
It's not by going in, checking vitals and dipping. It's not by being soft on people. It doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. We know it doesn't work. So why do we keep doing it? What, what is the definition of insanity? It's doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It's dumb. And I'm telling you, I come in here, I've only been doing this job seven, eight months now. Like I said, it feels like about 14 years. And I'm making changes with people. I see it. And their eyes are open. Like, holy shit, nobody's ever talked to me like this. I do. Because I love these people. And I want the best for them. Now, I'm already, good Lord, I'm already almost a half hour in. All right, uh, I guess one more, I'm going to give you one more example. Um, I did, <clears throat> this, is, this is not good. This is what I'm working with, okay? I did a start of care, which is pretty much like you, you're, you're the first visit in, you're evaluating what they need, and it's, a, it's not an old person. Once again, early 60s, and... Going in there for, you know, shortness of breath and weakness. And I, like I tell everybody when I first meet them, ma'am, sir, I'm going to treat you like you're my mother or your, my father. Uh, and if I thought my mother or father was doing something that was bad for the health, I'm not going to Nancy Pansy around it. I'm going to be real with them because I love my mom and my dad. And I tell them, uh, my name is, insert my name, and this is, insert who I work for. Uh, and if you have an issue with the way I do my job, I want you to call my manager, insert name here, right? I let them know. I don't ever want anybody to be uncomfortable. But I'm so confident in the way I do it because people like it because they get the results. So anyways, I go in to see this lady and it's real dark in the house. And uh, I'm going to make this one short. Pretty much over the last year, she has not got off the couch. Can she walk, ladies and gentlemen? That's the question. What was that? Can she walk? Yes, she can. 100%. 100%. She's able to walk without any assistive devices. Does she walk? What was that? Not at all. I asked her. I said, why? You know, are you, are you depressed? Do you feel down? Yeah, you know, yes, you know, and I was like, well, do you go outside? No, only time I go outside is if I have to go, you know, to a doctor's appointment or get groceries. And I'm like, well, there's your problem. Like, there's one right there. What do you, yeah, no wonder you're depressed. You sit inside all day. Like, and it's dark as hell in here. And you don't even have a pet. It's just you and the sound of the fan that should be turned on right now because it's hot outside today. But she just sits there in her sweatsuit, sweating. You know, and I, she's like, I know, I know. And I said, so why haven't you done it? And I talk just like this. Miss, what's this patient's name going to be? Good Lord, let me think. Um, what's a bottle of? Patient Lysol. Ma'am, Miss Lysol, why have you not been outside if you're able to go out there other than when you have to leave? Well, I just... I don't really feel... And I said, you know what? Can you stand up, ma'am? Miss Lysol? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. W why? And I said, please stand up, Miss Lysol. So she stood up and I said, let's go ahead and go outside. I'm not doing this inside. What? What? And I said, yes, Miss Lysol. 
I want to go outside because I can't see you in this dungeon. Let's go outside. We went outside and she looked up at the sky like she just had been released from like Guantanamo Bay. You know, and like they come out of the dark and they, they hold their hand up and they're like, ah, like I was like, doesn't it feel great? You know, Miss Lysol, doesn't it feel great to be outside? And we were out there for about 10 minutes before she got exhausted from sitting outside. And we went back inside. And I said, I'm going to tell you straight up, Miss Lysol, uh, you will never get better. And she was like, what? And I said, I'm just telling you because mom, you know, this, that's how I'm going to treat you like my mother. Uh, you're, you're, you're doing absolutely nothing you should be doing. You don't get sleep. You nap all day. You sit in that chair. You eat junk food. Um, you don't move. Um, I don't know if you bathe. Uh, and it's, it's darker than... It, this is one of the darkest places I've ever been at at 2 in the afternoon when it's 106 degrees outside. And I said the same thing. I said, all you need to do to start feeling better, to get stronger, is get up. I said, we were just outside for 10 minutes. Was that, was that hard for you? To go do that? I see you have a chair out front, ma'am. Miss Lysol? No, it wasn't that hard. And I said, so why aren't you doing it? Once again, just like I did with the other lady, I said, I- I'm gonna, this is what I want you to do. Sleep, decent diet, some kind of cardiovascular strain each day. And I said, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to come see you once a week. And I'm going to come see you in the morning because I want you getting up and starting your day. No napping. And I told her the same thing. If I come back and you haven't done a single thing I've asked you to do, I'm going to get them discharge paperwork out. The Them discharge paperwork. The discharge paperwork out. We're going to go ahead and, and discontinue this because uh, you obviously don't want any kind of help. And she agreed. So I'm very excited. I actually will be seeing her tomorrow. And uh, I'll give you all an update. Um, after I see her, you know, cross your fingers. Oh, all right. That's kind of running late. Sorry. Uh, 34 minutes in. Look, Uh, We're going to go ahead and call this uh, a night, okay? I really want anybody who hasn't done a single thing I've recommended, okay, to, uh, you know, before the next episode comes out, cut out TV at night or something. Go for a walk, even if you're tired. Please, you will feel better. Get some, you know, yogurt instead of Sour Patch Kids. Don't watch... You know, whatever the shit is on TV, it's getting cooler outside. Go, just go sit in the sun. Hold your kids. Go for a walk. Talk about y'all's days. Talk about the future. A good future that I want for y'all. All right. Now go get some sleep. Good sleep, guys. Good sleep. Talk to y'all soon. Have a great night.